Long ago, in a time before boy bands and auto-tune, rock music was floundering in the primordial soup of normality, until a few brave souls crossed the boundaries of convention, and thus, progressive rock was formed. Join Steve Gould on The Lost Art, every Sunday, 4 to 7, only on MMH, the home of rock radio and prepare to have your preconceptions shattered. This is the UK's progressive rock station, Crogzilla Radio. No radio? No problem. Grab the app for Apple and Android. M-M-H. Hi, this is Dave Kersner, and you're listening to The Lost Art with Stephen Liu. How are you all doing, you beautiful people? How are you all doing? Welcome once again to The Lost Art with me, Steve Gould, here on MMH, the home of Rock Radio and also Progzilla Radio. It's December the 3rd, 2023. We're on the run-up to the big sea. Mm. Hope you've got your tree up, your lights up and your cards festooning the fireplace, along with socks hanging from the fireplace. Stockings and all that malarkey. Well, whether you indulge or not, I'm afraid in three weeks' time, it will be Christmas. Mm. I hope you all have a good one, whatever you're doing. And we'll be having some festive fun a little bit closer to the date. But for now, we're going to be focusing on the now, this very moment. Because over the past week, it's been somewhat hectic here at Lost Art HQ. Because a week ago Friday, I think I mentioned we went to see Marillion, which was absolutely superb. Wonderful, wonderful evening. And then last Sunday, after the show, myself and my best mate Mark Walters went to the O2 Academy in Birmingham to see Osric Tentacles and Gong. What an absolutely outstanding evening that was. Oh, unbelievable. The best I've seen both bands. Oh, amazing. And as a result, we have an interview with Ed Wynn lined up for you a little bit later because we had an all-access areas pass. Aye, aye, aye. Only the best for us. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, I'm going to kick off with a band I've not played before. They're called Incubus Love Child. Okay, you may not have heard of them. If you haven't, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. But you've heard of them now, because I've just mentioned them. And the reason why is because I actually bumped into Mark Edwards from the band at the gig last Sunday. And he's got a brand new album coming out under that particular name, Incubus Love Child called Dead World. It's coming out on December the 16th and I've got a track for you now. All I will say is if you like Hawkwind you'll absolutely love these guys and I think this track pretty much sums it up. This is The Aliens Within. No, I... You will listen to my orders and obey me. 
For the very first time on The Lost Art, Incubus Love Child of their forthcoming album, Dead World, due out on the 16th of December, available on cassette, CD and vinyl. And it's a two-disc vinyl for only £20. What an absolute bargain. If you loved that track, you're going to go absolutely mental if you decide to check out the rest of the album. Oh, yes. December the 16th is when it arrives on the shores. It is. Most definitely. Hope you enjoyed that. Right, well, this week they've announced the first release, the first single, the first track of the forthcoming Steve Hackett album called The Circus and the Night Whale. It's due out on the 16th of February next year, 2024. And I've got a track for you now called People of the Smoke. The very first track off the new album. Hope you enjoy it.
can't be a bad thing at all. A brand new studio album on the way from Steve Hackett. The Circus and the Night Whale due out on February the 16th next year. And today we had People of the Smoke. People of the Smoke. And I've got no doubt that between now and the release date there will be more tracks made available for your delectation. Mm. It would be nice if he did a tour of solo material, his own solo material, because he has a very substantial back catalogue, if you've ever delved into that. And I'd imagine that if you're a Genesis fan, you probably have. And I've got every respect for the fact that he keeps dredging up the old Genesis stuff. Last year, we obviously had Foxtrot at 50. Next year, it's Lamb Highlights, plus Genesis Classics, plus his solo material. Obviously doing the old Genesis stuff, which he does very, very well. The band he's got on tow at the moment is just absolutely smoking. I can totally understand why he keeps dredging up the old Genesis stuff, but I do wish he would do a tour of his own material. But that's just me. That's just me. I'll still go. I'll still go. Anyway, moving on, we have another new track for you now. Brand new. Released on November the 30th, the latest album from American band Anyone. Now, I have played these guys before. It's been a while. Well, the brand new album, like I say, came out on November the 30th. It's called Miracles in the Nothingness. They were actually formed back in the 90s with, believe it or not, Taylor Hawkins, ex-Foo Fighters, who is sadly no longer with us, and John Davison who obviously went on to Glass Hammer, and then, now, yes. And he does actually sing on one track on the new album, Miracles in the Nothingness. It's due out on CD on December the 15th, but you can download it digitally. Digitally! You can do it! Okay? And I can guarantee, if you enjoy this next track, you're going to do somersaults, if you decide to check out the rest of the album. Like I say, the album's called Miracles in the Nothingness. This is Children of the Void.
YouTube is now the second largest search engine in the world with over 3 billion searches a month. So if your band doesn't have a music video or if your business doesn't have a professional intro, then you're missing out. At InLife, we have all the skills and equipment you need to make a stunning video and stand out from the crowd. From in-house green screens and post-production effects to on-site filming with high-grade cameras and all at an affordable price. Visit inlife.co.uk and get in touch today to see how we can shape your vision. Remember, video killed the radio star. Wait, what? Inlife.co.uk Live, live reviews every week. Let me see your hands if you're having a good time. At mmhradio.co.uk Playing the music you love. This is Progzilla.
Okay, guys, before the break, American band Anyone, which is very much the brainchild of a multi-instrumentalist musical genius, Riz Story. Plays everything, writes everything, produces everything. In fact, I think he deserves one of those. There are half been some clever bastards. Lucky bleeders, lucky bleeders. There are been some clever bastards. Yes, he's a very clever, talented so-and-so, Mr. Story. Composer, producer, sound engineer, filmmaker, author, diver, plays every musical instrument. This guy could get a tune out of an old sock, I think it's safe to say. A very talented musician indeed. We're very blessed in the prog world with some very talented musicians. So I hope you enjoyed that track. I do. Anyone off their new album, Miracles in the Nothingness. Then after the break, we had Caravan, who just happened to be our new Band of the Month. Band of the Month. Oh, yes. And that particular track, Memory Lane Hue, 
stroke head loss is the very first track off for girls who grow plump in the night which was the very first caravan album i bought that was my gateway album i do like their sense of humor there's a track on that album called the dog the dog he's at it again and one of their later albums was called cunning stunts i do like that a nice sense of humor we need more humor in prog because I think some musicians, some bands are a bit up their own ass. Going back to HRH Prog, we had Mother Blackcap, who injected some incredible humour and audience participation in their set. You may not like their music, you may not like them as people. Why you wouldn't? I don't know. They're lovely guys, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. But one thing they did do is entertain and we need more of that. We need more of that. We need more Frank Carducci's. We need more Mother Blackcaps. Entertainment. We need to be entertained. No good going to a gig where they just turn up on stage, play the new album, and then walk off. We could sit at home and do that. We need to be entertained. So Caravan, our new band of the month. So I'm looking forward to receiving all your requests suggestions and feedback on your favourite caravan track between now and the end of the month. Steve G at progzilla.com Steve G at progzilla.com or via our Facebook page Stephen Lou's World of Prog. Do it, do it. Otherwise I'll pick every track. I will. Now, we're going back to a similar period of time that that particular Caravan album was released. Because I don't know about you, but there just seems to be an absolute flurry of remasters and remixed albums coming out at the moment. Whether it's obviously coming up to Christmas and they're releasing them all for the proggers in our society to complete their collection. Last week we had a track from the remixed, remastered Snow Goose by Camel, and then not so long ago we had a track from the remixed, remastered Mirage. They've also done the first album. I think they're working their way through the entire back catalogue. Well, very recently saw the release of a super deluxe edition of the Yes album, which is actually four CDs. Four CDs. The first disc is a 2023 remaster. Yada, yada, yada. Second disc is the Stephen Wilson remix. Third disc is all stuff like outtakes and alternate mixes. And then the fourth CD is all live tracks. Now, I'm not 100% sure because I'm not a massive, massive, massive Yes fan. There are now every single thing they've ever done. I do like Yes a great deal, but I'm not a completist. So these live tracks could have been released before. I'm not... 100% sure, but we're going to go back to that particular disc, the fourth CD of the Super Deluxe Edition of the Yes album, and it's got live versions of, obviously, some of the tracks off the Yes album, plus Astral Traveller, off time in a word, things like that, it has, but I'm going to play you the live version of Yours Is No Disgrace, which was recorded live at the Yale Bowl New Haven. On the 24th of July, 1971, this is yours is no disgrace, live! (laughs) 
smile upon your face. Jesus, Father's morning glory, silly human race. On a sailing ship to nowhere, leaving any place. If the summer changed to winter, yours is no disgrace.
I think we've dabbled in the 70s long enough, don't you? I hope you enjoyed that. A live version of the classic Yes track, Yours Is No Disgrace, recorded in July 1971 and part of the new Super Deluxe Edition of the Yes album. All four CDs of it. Oh, check it out. Oh. Right, well, next up, we're coming wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, up to date because this particular album came out literally two days ago, on December the 1st. It's by a band from Finland called Astral Magic. I have played these guys before. They've got a humongous back catalogue. If you want to check these guys out, you better have deep pockets, I'm telling you now. Their new album, Ad Infinitum, like I say, came out literally two days ago. And I'm going to play you a track called Liquid Light. This is Astral Magic. Yeah. 
Well, you may be keen to know that Bridget Wishart sings on that particular album. She was the lead vocalist with Hawkwind from 1989 to 1991, now singing with Astral Magic on their latest album, Ad Infinitum, which came out on December the 1st. Hope you enjoyed that. Can't beat a bit of space rock, most definitely. Anyway, we're going from Finland over to Denmark for the next track, which just happens to be the last track in this part of the show, because after the break, our lady will be joining us for a very special middle section devoted to one artist. Hmm... All I'm going to say is December the 1st. I'll leave you to work it out. Okay? Anyway, this particular track comes from Odd Palace. It's the very first time I've played this band on the show. Their latest EP, Anthropocene, came out on November the 17th. And I'm going to play you a track called Whiteout. It's a little bit on the raucous side, but don't let that deceive you. Young band, lot of energy. We need that. Going back to what I said earlier, entertainment and energy. That's what we need. This is Odd Palace, and I'll catch you guys on the other side.
join me, DJ Moshi, every Friday between the hours of 8pm and 10pm UK time for the Friday Rock Show, where I'll be playing you classic to current, all the dance floor fillers and ballroom killers. Just imagine your old school rock and metal disco, where you walk in and bang your head straight away to the great tracks. Go on, Mr. Johnson, what we here for? For those about to rock, we say Hey up, good morning, how y'all doing? My name's Shutty, I'm the ex-Baldy Skin Basher of that there television band. The show that you're listening to now, this morning, is called Breakfast with Shutty. <laughs> it's a rock and roll extravaganza with a side order of metal. We're on Monday to Thursday, 7 until 9 in the morning. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Case at the ready, it's Progzilla time. Keeping your ears safe. You're welcome. M-M-H. This is Nick Barrett, and you're listening to The Lost Art with Stephen Lou. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Welcome to the middle section. In the first part of the show, we finished with Odd Palace from Denmark. And I thought I'd leave that till the last track of that part of the show to lull you into a... A sense of fear. <laughs> Why? Because we've been intimating, we've been hinting that Raucous Rita might be back. Yeah. Last week and the week before and definitely this week. Yeah. But you'll be pleased to know that I'm... you've escaped another week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Who are you this week then? don't know, really. I, I haven't thought of a name. Anonymous Annie. Yeah, that'll do. Anonymous Annie. Right, now, if you recall, earlier in the show, I did mention that she'd got a special section today, this week, dedicated to one particular artist. And the only hint I gave you was December the 1st. Yes. December the 1st. Peter Gabriel. Have you guessed? Peter Gabriel. His album eventually has come out on Friday. And it arrives through my door. And she had the CD version, guys, because it's got the bright side mix, the dark side mix, and believe it or not, the original mix. And it's the only way you can get it. You buy the vinyl, you only get the bright side and the dark side mix. And you buy the CD, you get all three. And it's been on in my car already. Even though most of the tracks have been available on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah, but it sounds better when you're listening to it I think it's good when you go it all together, definitely. Well, when you think this is his first studio album of original material for over 20 years, guys. Yeah. How amazing is that? And as a consequence, Our Lady has decided to devote the entire middle section to Mr. Gabriel. Why not? And she's going through it in chronological order. Now, I've been through all his stuff, and to be honest, I could have done a whole show. You could have done a rook of shows. Just on Peter Gabriel alone. So I've had to be very choosy. And I'm kicking off with the very first one. Modern Love, which came out in 1977. (laughs) 
Ironically, all the early Peter Gabriel albums were called Peter Gabriel. It's only people, fans, followers, the cult, urban legend, whatever you want to call it, have decided to give it a nickname. And the first album was nicknamed Car. And that's what that particular album came off, Modern Love. And the second one, again, called Peter Gabriel, was nicknamed... Scratch. Scratch. And the track I'm playing is On The Air. And this album came out the following year, 78. Wow. Two albums in two years.
thing you can say about Mr. Gabriel, he always surrounds himself with very experienced, very professional musicians. So it's not just all about him. And obviously you've got people like Tony Levin, David Rhodes, and on that particular album, Robert Fripp. Robert Fripp played on most of the album, played guitar, and on Exposure, he used his Frippatronics. He did. And if you went to see Porcupine Tree a while ago, I think it was on the Deadwing tour, he was actually supporting doing his Frippatronics. And the guys we were with going, what the is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> they weren't impressed. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. But that's another story. Anyway, that's off the second album called Scratch. 
Moving on to the third one now, love. Yeah, number three, Not One of Us is the track I'm playing. And this album came out in 1980. And it was known as? Melt. Melt.
Follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Want airplay? Want your album reviewed? Get in touch. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. This is Progzilla. If I had all the money I'd spent on drink, I'd spend it on drink. Would you like to hazard a guess who played guitar on that album? I would guess that it's Robert Fripp again. You'd be absolutely right. Go to the top of the class. Along with, obviously, Tony Levin, The Usual Suspects, Kate Bush sang on that album. Phil Collins played drums. Paul Weller played guitar on one of the tracks, can you believe? And his synth player, Larry Fast, who'd been with him from the start, who also goes out under the name Synergy. You need to check those albums out. Very much worth a listen. But moving on now to album number four, love. What's that one called? Security. This one came out in 1982. And I'm playing you, Shock the Monkey.
Now, the guest vocalist on that track, who actually sang on three tracks on that particular album, is Peter Hamill from Van de Graaff Generator, along with all the usual suspects, David Rhodes, Larry Fast, Tony Levin, and, of course, Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel played on that album, don't you know? He never did. He never did. did. Blimey. Oh, anyway, what are we moving on to now, Lou? I think probably his most successful albums, commercially. So... This came out in 1986, and I'm playing you big time. One thing I like is you haven't picked all the usual tracks, the ones that people would expect, like Salisbury Hill and Beko and Red Rain. You've actually gone off tangent. Oh, yes. They've all got a bit of an upbeat to them. Well, that's I like it. I I, like it. I am very upbeat. Be a big 
Were you all having a little jiggy poos to that track? I hope so. A little jiggy poos. I hope so. Because that's up there with Sledgehammer, that one. Oh, it's the one track everybody got up dancing to at the gig earlier this year, even though the security were hitting people with hammers. (laughs) Sit down! (laughs) It's a wonder we weren't chained to the seats. Unbelievable. The one track everybody wanted to get up and dance to, and they were hitting them with hammers, making sure they stayed in their seat. Bloody security. Anyway... What's the next track, love? Right, we're taking a different direction now. This comes from the soundtrack, Last Temptation of Christ. And the album is called Passion. And I'm playing the very first track, The Feeling Begins. The album came out in 1989.
Okay, pop quiz. Name some of the other soundtracks he's worked on. Long Walk Home, Birdie. Very good. I'm impressed. Very impressed. But I'll tell you, that album is so haunting. If you've ever heard it, Passion. It's predominantly instrumental, but very, very atmospheric. Very atmospheric. And that's the one thing you can say with Gabriel. Not only does he do very upbeat numbers, he does very thought-provoking numbers and also very atmospheric numbers. Very versatile musician indeed. Okay, what track you got lined up next, love? The album is Us. It came out in 92. And this is Digging in the Dirt. Digging in the Dirt.
we tailor all our advertising packages to suit your needs. With competitive rates, your advert can hit thousands of listeners. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. This week, I have been mostly eating acorns. <laughs> this is Progzilla. Before the break, off the album Us, Digging in the Dirt. And if I'm not mistaken, because we've got a number of live Peter Gabriel DVD stroke Blu-rays. And when he was younger, he was a bit of a frisky so-and-so. Yeah. Oh, he was a lot of the old hip shaking going on. Oh, he was a dirty devil. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Very suggestive dancing indeed. It's only as he's got older we've... Uh, I think we uh, resort to the old dad dancing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love him. you got to love him. Anyway, what you got lined up for us next, love? Right, this album came out in 2000. It's Ovo. And the track I'm playing you is The Time of Turning reprise The Weavers Reel. Wow, that's a long one. This was actually for a show down in London. So it was a soundtrack as such. Thank you. 
taken from Oboe, the Millennium Dome show, which actually ran at the O2 Arena in London from, believe it or not, the 1st of January to the 31st of December 2000. Mm. And if you look at the people that played on it, it is immense, an immense number of people that played on that particular album. If it's one that you've never checked out before, you really do need to check it out because a couple of the tracks on that he still does live, like Father Son and downside up well worth listening to anyway what you got next love what you got lined up next his last studio album that we went to see live we did we did 2002 it's up and the track is growing up good choice folded in your fleshy purse I am floating once again While the muted sounds are pumping rhythm All the walls closing on me Precious building wave on wave Till the water breaks and Sweetness, it spills a tingle. 
sun and stings All the pleasure that it brings Till the door is let the outside inside Here Well, on the coast is a trouble Although we went to see him this year, earlier this year, promoting the IO album, I have to be honest, I did prefer that tour. Oh, it was the amazing. The old tour. I mean, you got that Zorb ball thing and you riding around the edge And not just that, we were seated better, we had a better view. Didn't enjoy it that much, I have to be honest. Well, we couldn't see anything really other than the screen. You know, and the ticket's £90 each. 
and he looked like an insect on the screen. And we had the hammer-wielding security guys. It was you know. not a pleasurable experience. The utility-tilly-tilly-titty arena, wherever it's called, in Birmingham. Horrible place. And the merch was ridiculous. £45 for a shirt. Ridiculous. Well, that's me on my soapbox. <laughs> Two more tracks, I believe, love. Yeah, this comes off... It's a compilation. Uh, come out in 2019. It's called Flotsam and Jetsam. Brilliant. It is a brilliant album. And there's different ver- variations and remixes of Like, here comes the flood in German. But this is In Your Eyes, and this is a special remix. Now, In Your Eyes originally came off so. But this is a very different version. And a very moving and very romantic song, I think it's safe to say. Absolutely. Mwah. I want to stand and stare again Till there's nothing left out Oh, 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 it remains there in your eyes Whatever comes and goes I will hear your silent call And I will touch this tender wall Till I know I'm
Very interesting album indeed, Flotsam and Jetsam, which is a compilation of B-sides, remixes and rarities, and it came out on the 13th of September 2019. Three CDs full of some very interesting variations on well-known tracks. He even does a cover of Strawberry Fields Forever. In some respects, I actually think this has got more potential than I.O. That's just me. That's just me. And the fact that it took him 21 years to bring out this album, I shall be investing in it this coming week, now that we've got the CD. I'm looking looking forward to hearing the original version, none of this bright side and dark side mix malarkey. That's if I let you. Well, I'll pay you. (laughs) Can I rent it? I'll tell you what. I'll let you listen to it if you let me pre-order Porcupine Tree. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and talking about I.O. Yes, that's what we're finishing with, of course. Inevitable. And I've picked a very upbeat track called Olive Tree, and it's off the Bright Side version. Hope you've enjoyed having a listen to a mixture of Mr. Gabriel's music, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. I'll catch you next time. And I think maybe Raucous Rita might join us. Oh, my life.
ones over there yes those ones well what should we do about them should we follow them follow the dead yes follow the dead every friday 10 p.m uk time on mmhradio.co.uk see what new tunes might be shaking loose Tune in 6pm to 8pm GMT for Pedal to the Metal with Mark Parker, bringing you his lucky dip bag of rock to MMH. You never know what you're going to get. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Enough to make commercial radio turn to drink. MMH, the home of rock radio. I know you're going to dig this. Welcome to Progzilla Radio. We play epic tracks and sidelong songs. And we're not afraid of magma. Hi, this is Pete Jones from Tiger Moth Tales. And you're listening to The Lost Art with Stephen Liu on MMH, the home of rock radio.
Welcome back, people. Welcome back. We finished the middle section of the show with a track from Peter Gabriel off his latest album, I.O., which finally saw the light of day on the 1st of December, two days ago. That was Olive Tree, Bright Side Mix. Now, we didn't realise when Lou ordered the package, it's a three-disc set, two CDs and a Blu-ray. You've got the bright side mix on one disc, the dark side mix on the second disc, and then the third disc is the original mix, whatever you want to call it. And it's encoded in Dolby Atmos. And it was something like £18. Very, very good value for money. Now, we haven't got a Dolby Atmos decoder, but I'm sure when we put it on the Blu-ray player, i.e. the PlayStation, that it will sound absolutely incredible. Really Looking forward to checking that out this coming week. And I hope that you enjoyed her selection. Because she could have done an entire series of shows dedicated to that man. Because he's brought out some amazing music over the years. Good to see him back. It really is. And on a side note. Treat yourself. It will cost you £6.99. You may have heard of Brian Pern. You may not. It's a total parody of Peter Gabriel, and he actually makes an appearance at the end of every series. Well, you can actually get all three series, plus bonus episodes and outtakes and all that kind of malarkey, from Amazon. It's a double Blu-ray package, I think you can get it on DVD as well, and it's called Brian Pern, the complete series 1 to 3, and it's £6.99, worth absolutely every penny. You will kill yourself laughing at it. It is superb. Absolutely superb. Simon Day from The Fast Show plays Brian Pern. And like I say, Peter Gabriel makes an appearance at the end of every series. <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. Most definitely. Anyway, after the break, we had a track from Gong. Now, I know we had My Guitar is a Spaceship last week that... Lou picked during her part of the show. But I wanted to play that track because they actually featured it in their set last Sunday where they played alongside Osric Tentacles at the O2 Academy in Birmingham. What an incredible evening that was. Absolutely top form. Both bands at the top of their game. It was superb. Memorable. Memorable. And we got to interview Edwin before the set. So... We're going to have that interview now with Mr. Edwin, and then we'll follow that with another track from their brand new album, Lotus Unfolding. So interview and then track, and I'll catch you guys on the other side. This is Steve Gould from MMH, the home of rock radio and Progzilla Radio, and I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with Edwin from the legendary Osric Tentacles today, backstage at the O2 Academy in Birmingham. How are you doing, Ed? I'm doing very well, thank you, yes. Excellent, uh, good very, to see you. Yeah, very excited to play one more gig now. Um, it's, we're getting used to it now with our new lineup. They're starting to shine and uh, it's getting great. I can't believe how good it's sounding, actually. I'm very happy and excited. That's yeah. what I feel at the moment. Yeah. 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 Well, you're certainly, <clears throat> with the, the dates that you're doing at the moment and then you've got a short break and you're coming back yeah. in March next year, I think you could be most of the UK. Pretty much, yeah, again. <laughs> it seems like quite recently we did it, but that was only a few months ago. But it was, uh, 
I'm amazed people are coming to see us again though because it seems like we've just done this and then when we're doing it again and they're all you can't get enough of you they're all selling out these gigs it's brilliant so Excellent. far you know so do you want to tell us a little bit about the, the new guys well um, there's the, a the bass player called Vinny who uh, has actually played with us a few times before um, he featured on a couple of the albums and um, yeah so he's an old friend and he's joined back in and he's thundering away there on the bass and then we have a new guy on drums called Pat Garvey who is uh, well I think he's the best I've had yet to be sure and uh, yeah he's, he's an amazing drummer he's a professional posh super full on drummer and uh, he pleases me with what he plays yeah. <laughs> let's put it leave it like that yeah he's well I had the sound check and it was sounding bloody marvellous right right brilliant yeah. okay yeah. Really looking forward to Good it. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, new album out. Yep. Lotus Unfolding. Exactly, yes. Uh, is it the same lineup on the album as it is live? No. Nope. Okay. No, no, the fluctuation of time and changes weaves its way through the universe. And uh, yeah, no, we got this um, Pat drumming, who was, we've only just met him, you know, literally like two, a week before the tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, we sent, I sent him a load of tracks to learn, and he sort of said he's playing the entire set five times a day for the past three weeks and I thought well that's dedication for you you know wow um, or maybe that's a slight exaggeration there but it's what it sounded <laughs> like to me compared to some people you sort of send them a load of music and they sort of come around and you say did you listen to it and they say well you know I, I heard the tape but then the phone rang and you know well you know we'll jam it you know and it's like oh. no actually no this is more complex than that so thankfully Pat understands what it takes and he's uh, climbs inside the music and, and understands every parameter it seems so that's very nice for me to not have to show him that he understands it anyway. Excellent. Because so, yeah. obviously you've been out recently with Silas on you know the electronic tour. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you prefer playing with a full band? I can't really say that I prefer it. I absolutely love it, but I really, really love the electronic one as well. The 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 live one is heavier and more dynamic and more explosive. But the other one, uh, the duo set, with um, releases some of the potential for some of the slightly more ambient sounding less band wise tracks that I've done in the past so there's a whole aspect to it on the on the records and stuff is the non band side of it so it's really nice to be able to float through those tunes as well and it's a lot easier I tell you that you know <laughs> two of us turn up in a car plug in hi bye see ya and off we go, you know? <laughs> but um no they're both both enjoying both sides of that particular coin at the moment excellent excellent yeah. obviously you've been going since 1983 yeah 40 years embarrassingly long it's time ridiculous <laughs> and if you look at the lineup of the band over the years it's changed dramatically i'd love to have a photograph of everybody who's been in it wow It'd be amazing would be there like, be room on the photo depends on the, how far back you go <laughs> <laughs> super wide angle lens of some sort yeah 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 when you started back in 1983, because obviously the first six albums was it, were they on cassettes? Yes. Yeah. Did you at that time foresee here we are in 2023? I hoped so, but I, I, I didn't know where it was going to go then at that point, but I knew I was going to be making tunes, whatever, whatever it's called, under whichever guise, you know. Just so happens this band has managed to stay together for 40 years, because not a lot of them do that. and. Uh, I'm very pleased that we managed to keep it going. Even though it's a totally different load, load of people apart from me, they've sort of, it's, it's uh, morphed slowly enough that it feels like one flow rather than a, a cutting off and a reforming. It's, it, it's not like we're reforming, it's like it's morphing. As people 
branch off and do their own music who've been in this band there's a lot of that that's been going on you know which is wonderful because it expands more stuff for people to hear you know um but yeah no it's it's uh feels like one one flow and it doesn't feel like we're reforming or anything like that it feels like it's just on it goes the morphing entity that is what has turned out to be my life <laughs> pretty much yeah because now you're the, the excuse the pun you're the mastermind behind it yeah. all but obviously you bring in other musicians mm. do you feel that bringing in other musicians changes the vibe of the band on every album that you produce does it go where you want it to go or do you listen to other people and go with the it depends what they do and what they like doing yeah I mean it depends on the particular musicians involved normally I kind of pretty much write the track and then they come along and, and interpret how they do it so yeah there is a different flavour with different people for sure everyone has their own little knack and um, their own well they've all got different shaped skeletons for a start <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they play their instruments slightly differently you know some some riffs some people can get and some people can't because their fingers don't move the same and uh, so I, yeah, it's nice if people can adapt things to their own thing, and it does make it colourful, bringing in people who can play this and that and the other, you know. Pat, the drummer, has very kindly said he'd play on the next album, which I must say is almost finished already. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, not almost, well, two-thirds done, I reckon. There's, there's a framework for a very nice next album there. So if I can get Pat cruising all over it on his drums and perhaps get some bass from Vinny on there and stuff, it'll feel more like... More like a band on there, you know, because it's mm. difficult for me to record drums at home because um, I don't really have the room for it. Mm. So occasionally people wish it was more band-wise when they hear these albums, you know. So um, it might be this next one. If I can get Pat flying along with it, it'd be absolutely great. I'd love it. It's nothing like a real drum track to colour things up a little bit, you know. Well, yeah. I remember back uh, when Tangerine Dream bought in Klaus Krieger. Yes. As a drummer, you know, it totally changed the style of the band. Yeah. Well, it will do. Yeah, it will do. So, are you ultimately on the next studio album looking to like, recreate the live vibe? Probably. It's hard to say really from this point of view because I've just brought that one out and I'm doing the gigs at the moment. But uh, it'd be nice. It, it would probably entail us all getting to be in the same place at once and and, yeah. and do that, which is not very easy because I live in Scotland and Pat lives in Brighton. Oh my <laughs> life! Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get much further apart. No, you definitely couldn't. But. Um, Maybe we can find somewhere in the middle where we can all go and find a little barn somewhere and <laughs> live there for a week and get some stuff going. It'd be nice, you know, that would. That'd be lovely. Yeah, get some live-sounding backing tracks going. It'd be great. Because obviously you've got quite a number of live albums. Yeah, well, have we? I thought it was just one. Is it? No, it's two, isn't it? I can't remember. You don't, well, whether you count the bootlegs as well. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, then but, that's uh, well, it's, yeah, yeah. have there been any, on this current tour, is there any been recordings made? Yes. Quite a lot of stereos and a few of the one the tracks as well. But thankfully our engineer, Oded, is doing such a good job that it sounds like a finished album. When I hear the tape pack, when I hear, I mean the tape, that's showing my <laughs> <laughs> When I hear the, the file back, <laughs> um, you know, but I hear it back and it sounds like a finished record. I can't believe it. There was somebody last night at the gig said, sent a little message saying, please tell your sound engineer that is the best live sound I've ever heard ever on any gig I've ever been to ever. You know, so, wow. You know, wow. Sounds good, doesn't it? He's very, very good. He's very, very good. Yeah, so that's nice to know. However it weird it sounds on stage for us, it's going out sounding it good. It sounded amazing down there. Did it sound good? Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. 
So the new album, yep. Lotus Unfolding, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, it unfolds. <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to say really because these things are like my diary they're like, like what I've done in the last year I did this and that and the other and this, this is what it sounded like and so um, I think the, the main thing about it is it's uh, we've had COVID and it's gone and been and gone and, and, and we're sort of re-emerging on the other side like a slightly unfolding kind of feeling really a little bit I did a couple of albums in during COVID, which was really nice. You did a solo album, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was great to do for a bit. And I was because of the sort of the world being quieter than it sometimes is. I wasn't hassled by people quite so much, and it was um, possible for me to, to really concentrate on those. So, um, but this next one, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a bit bit wider, a bit liver, a bit more getting back into the flow of being a band rather than someone sitting there spacing off into the ether through the computer <laughs> which is lovely it's one of my favorite things to do but it's nice to have it a bit heavier and a bit more band wise really mm. you know because you, you've obviously it was only was it a couple of years ago when you released your solo album yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. uh so what what how come you left it that long to to do is it was it just the right time well the solo album well it's the, that was the second one i've done yeah yeah and um it's just a weird thing to do because in a way it's no different to me making a solo album or making an Osric album, it's all the same thing really. But it was had a, I was slightly freer to be not having to be Mr. Osric for those ones. I could be slightly more something else. I mean, there was this guy, Gray, who's a good friend of mine from Grace Rooms, this band Grace Rooms, who are one of the ones who I put the CD on and I don't turn it off again. <laughs> so that's a good sign. And he's uh, one of my best friends. He lives in Holland and we did a sort of via the internet album, throwing files back and forth and laughing on the phone and stuff and uh, so that was that was nice to have a collaboration with him and um, I don't know they're just the same thing for me the Osric and the, and the solo stuff because for me it's just my morning cup of tea with my computer and my little smoke there and uh, spacing off into it all it's, it's, it's uh, how I carry on really I must admit was it last year was it was it, was it Grey yes yeah yeah that that album you I think it was last year. Yeah. That was in my top ten of the year. Was it really? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I yeah. had a lot of fun doing it. He's great fun to play with. Actually, he is, Mister Enthusiastic. I throw him a little bit. You know, I'd send it through the mode we use these days, and he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again. Ching cans and a bit of stream. Yeah, and then he he I say see if you can fit something on here, and he comes back with a. About 15 things just within 10 minutes, or not 10 minutes, but within a couple of hours, he's got all these ideas, they come flying back, and I'm sort of saying, Stop, there's too many. You know? <laughs> and he's also a drummer, which is handy. Okay. And uh, most drummers take a little while to get their drum tracks sounding good. I, I, I send him tracks, and he sort of, three hours later, he says, Well, I've done 12 takes, I've, I'll send you the best two, you know, and that's really quick. And he said, If you don't like them, I'll do some more. I love drumming, give me some more, you know. And oh, so, wow. Quick and easy, you know. Hassle-free drum tracks. Are there any plans to do any more collaborations with him? I hope so. Um, or with anybody, really. Yeah, I hope so. Um, because they're quite fun, really. But at the moment, I'm very much Osric-wise. It's it's kind of (laughs) unfolding yet again. Yeah. The Osric world and the gigs are starting to become major, and the albums out, and it's all flying Osric-wise at the minute, so I'm going to take care of that for a few months. Absolutely. You know? Do you, yeah. do you feel that obviously coming out the other side of Covid, has, has that affected the way you write, the way you look at music 
No, not at all, actually, no. Because I've always been very insular with it. Mm. I've always just sat in my little bubble and, and done it on my own. I don't, you know, someone puts the radio on sometimes and I sort of turn it off pretty quick. <laughs> Let me go back to my nice, safe, psychedelic, weird music that I know, you know, a little bit. So, no, it hasn't really affected it at all. No. Through thick and thin, I will still do that. <laughs> do, you, do you listen to any other music? I do occasionally, but I can't begin to tell you what it is. I, you know, I, 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 people send me tracks, I have tracks I like, and they're, they're the one that goes like this or the one that goes like that, but I don't know who they are at all, really. I've got some... People just send me stuff, and if I like it, I put it on a playlist and hear it and never really know what it was. <laughs> Weird, Because <laughs> obviously, you know, when you look at someone's output, it's normally a combination of their own inspiration plus influence from other bands yeah uh, I know in the past when we've spoke you've said that Steve Hillage was of course was a yeah. huge influence on your guitar playing yeah massive massive yeah uh, is that still the case I mean it must be yeah I mean, even though that that's been you know sort of overlaid by many other influences since mm. there's still a core thing about Mr Steve Hillage's amazing tonal abilities which I'll never Really, thank you, Steve. If you're listening in, <laughs> it's nice. He's a friend of mine now, so it's, um, even though I'm slightly in awe of him, when I bump into him, he's always so friendly. So I was like, okay, fine, it's all good, you know. And um, yeah, yeah, a lot of that, and um, a few others as well of different different people. Again, some of who I don't even know. Solos that I've got on tape somewhere from yonks ago. <sighs> Whoever they are, these people. <laughs> Excellent. Well, obviously, at the end of the UK, so you're off over to Europe. Oh, hopefully with a bit of a gap. Yeah. Got a couple of months off, I hope. Yeah. Like two weeks. No, it's, it's a little gap. Yeah, no, that's good. So after the end of that part of the tour, is it pretty much getting down to putting out the next album? It will be, yeah. I mean, or at least finishing it and um, playing a few festivals and stuff as well, which is always a joy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing that when I get back, yeah, to get finishing this next record. And starting with one after that, probably as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind of track rich at the moment. I've got enough. I've got about six or seven or eight tracks, which are starting oh, yeah. to sound good. Probably about six of them or seven will go onto the album, and there'll be a, by then there'll be a few more ideas. And I plant little seeds, and they come bubbling up to the surface. And it's nice to have more than one tune on the go because if you get sick of one, you can jump to another and keep it fresh in the mind. When do you do most of your writing, or is it like a con? It's pretty much constant. I mean, writing is recording for me. I, it's, I, I don't sort of pre-write tracks and then think I'm going to lay them down. I start with a noise and then think that needs some of this and that needs then some of that and then we copy this over. That could go for a bit longer, add some of this and then play it back and hear all sorts of ideas in my head that just come pouring in and as quick as I can I try and get them at least a reference as to what they're going to be, the, the bits to go on there. Normally I grab my phone and, and grab the guitar and quickly put it down so I don't forget. Do you ever have any inspiration at night and wake up in the middle of the night and think, I've got to go and put that down somewhere? Yeah, but it's useless, that is. That's, that doesn't work. <laughs> it really doesn't work. So I wake up with entire, entire finished bits of music flying through my head and I, I wish I could plug a jack plug into my ear. Somehow <laughs> record it, you know. But, <laughs> but no, they come and go. A lot of these ideas come and go, as do a lot of the sound checks and a lot of the jams we have. We play this entire 20-minute massive jams sometimes and they just would have been so good to record but they come in they go 
and no one hears them, and that, that's fine. We have to make our peace oh, with it. Total one-off. <laughs> it happens a lot. It happens oh, way man. more often than it should. And then you think, well, let's record some of that, and it's not quite the same. No. Yeah. Do you ever sort of feel tempted to record jam sessions? I wish I could, or I wish there was somebody who would do it, because it's normally spontaneous, and by the time it's going, you don't stop and set up the recording. So I wish there was a button that I could push at any point. And I mean, there sort of is on the phone, but you can't really use that because it's not good enough quality and it's normally monophonic and yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit compressed and a bit scratchy and you know, stuff. So, yeah, I wish, but it sadly is the, not to be the, the case, really. There's a lot of music has gone straight out of my studio window, oh. lost into the air. Oh, that's <laughs> it's it. so funny. Though. Denied, totally denied. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, thank you very much for speaking to us today. It's a pleasure I as always. Best with the rest of the tour. Thank you so and much. Then you got a nice break, and then you're coming back in March and doing the rest of the UK. Exactly. Yes. What an absolute achievement. Yeah. Thank nice. you very much for your time. Thank you very much. And I'm really looking forward to the gig tonight. Brilliant. Hopefully it goes well. Lovely. I'm sure it will.
Always an absolute pleasure to interview that man. Ed Wynn, the mastermind behind the legendary Osric Tentacles. I can only apologise at this point for the interference during the interview. I really do not know what was causing it. It wasn't until afterwards when I played it back that I realised it was there. All I can say is, bloody technology. Blame the technology. Everybody else does. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed it and found it informative and entertaining. Most definitely. After the interview... We had a track from the new album, Lotus Unfolding. That was the very first track of the album, Storm in a Teacup. And all I will say is, if you get the opportunity next March, if they come anywhere near where you live, check out their website for details. Make sure you get there. Two bands at the top of their game. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely superb. Anyway, to finish the show, I've got another new track for you guys. New track, new album, new band, new to this show. They're called Big Something. Big Something. They hail from North Carolina in the US of R.A. And they currently have seven studio albums and one live album available. Been going since 2009. Their latest album, Headspace, came out on November the 17th and we're going to play out with a track off that particular album called Algorithm. You will be impressed, I can assure you, you will be impressed. All I'm saying is, having checked them out, because on Bandcamp I think you can literally download every single live gig they've ever done, I think it's very safe to say they are on my radar for a future fusion event. That's how impressed I am. And you will be. You will be. Other than that, have an absolutely amazing week. We'll catch you guys same time, same channel next week. And I'll leave you in the very capable hands of Big Something.
for another schnitzengruben? No, thank you. Fifteen is my limit on schnitzengruben. This show is awful. Terrible. Disgusting. See you next week. Of course. <laughs>